Welcome back to Artificial Intelligence. It's me again. I'm, I'm yeah, you're really hogging the mic. Yeah, continuing <laughs> to crash the Mary is dead. Party. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, we're going to play a game of fuck, marry, kill, etc. today, mm-hmm. ladies. Uh, so let's get started. Okay, fuck, marry, kill, okay. Army Hammer, okay. former <laughs> governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, <laughs> or Shane Dawson, disgraced YouTuber. <laughs> disgraced YouTuber. He somehow always keeps resurfacing yeah i know mary what do you think um i don't know why my immediate reaction was to like hold hands and work together on this like i know <laughs> we can have separate opinions but i like want to work together like, oh round okay. table yeah round yeah. table okay army hammer obviously i think i would definitely have to kill army hammer mm-hmm. um for his uh you know discretions i'm getting did you ever read harry potter <laughs> where there was like the prophecy with voldemort and harry was like neither can live while the other survives <laughs> yeah. that's like i feel like me and army hammer <laughs> <laughs> you are like have a, i don't want to say you have a little bit of each other <laughs> no, <please>. no. <laughs> you're a horcrux of army yeah. <laughs> you watched <laughs> call me by your name and your head hurt yeah get a headache every time i'm near him (laughs) what is it mary (laughs) he who cannot be named (laughs) who who calls you by your name (laughs) um okay jesus christ i have to marry either chris christie (laughs) or shane dawson um okay i'm gonna marry chris christie because i can avoid him enough i feel like he can stay in new jersey and i'll have a summer house somewhere else true plus you can also like ruin his life mm-hmm. for life yeah like infiltrate the, the <laughs> yeah. gop that's true yeah i could have like a big a master plan to you know destroy yeah. it from the inside what okay. we'd hope melania was doing but we're probably <laughs> yeah. not it's just you don't know that she has it it might be still in the works yeah i love those compilation videos of her like yanking her hand away from yeah her. yeah <laughs> Melania, uh, where is she physically now? Probably not okay. <laughs> literally in like Madame Tussauds, like yeah, wax. In the, in the dungeon of Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> exactly. Um, wait, so that means you're going to have sex with oh Shane Oh my God. Oh, God, I forgot those. No, I can't. Okay. Well, wow. You're going to fuck Chris Christie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all are laughing now, but you have to go through this too. You're right. Um, um, <laughs> I really hate this. Um, yeah, I'll fuck Chris Christie and, and Mary, Mary Shane, Shane Dawson. Dawson. <laughs> Same deal, except not the GOP, but the YouTube community. I'll yeah. just break it from the inside. Take that AdSense money. Yeah, yeah that's smart. He'll always still relevant. Stay relevant <laughs> yeah, somehow. Exactly. Exactly. He's done it this far. All right. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I'm sorry to say, but I would um, marry Army Hammer just for kind of the same reason you were saying, mm-hmm. where I could reap the benefits of his celebrity okay um but be in a relationship where i never we're on different coasts at all times right you know yeah you better (laughs) i mean yeah i i meant i meant to uh read that like whole expose about his whole family because they're so weird because he is part of like the arm and hammer what okay you didn't know that what no okay you know how his name's army hammer 
Uh-huh. And it sounds like Arm and Hammer. You're joking. No, he literally is part of the Arm and Hammer fortune. That's the dumbest shit I've yeah, ever his, heard. It is, I think incredibly. His grandpa or father, the, the family name is like Armand Hammer. Yeah. And, or Armand His name's Armand. Uh, yeah. Armand. And so the grandpa, like. <laughs> Armand no, Joy. The grandpa, like, bought into Armand Hammer because he thought He didn't it was start funny it. Because he was that rich. He was just like, I think oh. this is funny because it sounds like my name, yeah. so I'm going to invest. Which sure. is, like, so much crazier than if he had like founded it yeah mm-hmm. is that like his name was just armand hammer and he thought that was hilarious and so he bought the existing i actually think it should be business. a rule that if you own a multi-million billion dollar company you have to name your firstborn after the company exactly. so it would be like tesla yeah. <laughs> <Tesla>. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> or just Tesla. <laughs> yeah. You could break it up however you want it. Yeah. Um so yeah, I would marry Army Hammer. Um, because I feel like that would also give me access to a lot of celebrities I actually do want to interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, playing the long game. And then I literally don't think I could ever fathom having sex with Shane Dawson, actually. Yeah, that's the thing I my mind couldn't yeah almost like chris christie has like i'm not like domineering (laughs) in any way but something about him like you just need to like get put in your place and so for that reason i could have sex with him wow not could but if i must you must yeah if i'm literally backed into a corner which is how all sexual encounters should start (laughs) um and then yeah i would absolutely get like such carnal pleasure out of killing shane dawson Mm. Oh my god. Fair. And that's my answer. And then I would inherit. I've always been suspect. Was I married him. to Shane Dawson? Was that the agreement? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. You kill him and I'll inherit his wealth? Question yeah. mark. Does exactly. he have that? He's got money. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling like that that's the horrifying thing about YouTube is that the democracy that it affords people mm-hmm. to like reach stardom also you know, has vast cons right. to it with who actually like PewDiePie, like that whole. <laughs> Don't even. Don't let's not go down that. I'm just I'm just using it as examples right. of like how disgusting it is that truly anyone can Jeffrey pick up a camera. <laughs> yes, even uh, it's all now. so bad. It's all so bad. Okay, um, Austin, yours. Uh, I want to fuck Army Hammer so bad. You twisted, but yeah, oh but knowing now his cannibalistic urges i'm not king shaming but i'm mm. gonna kill him before he kills me yeah um you're allowed to shame that there are some kinks that should be shamed okay i do have a he was like <laughs> um canceled for other things besides the whole cannibalism thing yeah, right I'm because i was sure like that whole thing serious. like seemed blown out of proportion yeah I, yeah it's like other things. I, yeah i think that was like the tip of the iceberg if even it's for then. being named army hammer and yeah yeah, yeah. get out of here yeah uh, I'm gonna have to marry former New Jersey Governor <laughs> Chris Christie. It just be seems a like a stable wedding. life. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. a bridge. And <laughs> I was thinking of how I could. Thing down I wanted to guys. work in the bridge somehow, and I didn't yeah. know how. So You're thank welcome. you. <laughs> um, yeah, on the rebuilt bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'm gonna have to fuck Shane Dawson, and I, I'm okay with that. I can make it happen. <laughs> Wait, I thought I you said you were fucking Army Hammer already. No, I wanted to, but I'm going to kill him because oh, I know oh, he's okay. gonna try to kill me. Oh, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. you're gonna kill Shane Dawson? How would you N- kill him? No, no, I'm killing Army Hammer. Motherfucker. Okay. Begrudgingly. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Wait, so then you're having sex with Shane Dawson? <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. Oh, it's a one done. There's much worse. Is there? Much worse. There's something about like that kind of like his 
I, I'm not going to cyber bully Shane Dawson yeah. right now, but he's getting enough of it. Hopefully. So, so literally just something about him gives me like hives. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> All right, all right, next one. Okay. Wait, we're done with the, the traditional, right? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the et cetera. So here are some situations I want you guys to think about. Okay. Use this person's semen for artificial insemination, so have their baby, basically. Okay. Um, start a two-person improv group <laughs> with this person. <laughs> or go on an Ikea run uh, with this person every weekend for the rest of your life. Jesus, every weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the three people are <laughs> Ben Shapiro, <laughs> the guy that flashed Tina in the park, <laughs> and James Charles, another YouTuber Shout we're going out. to boil bully, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve it. Um, okay, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Use their semen for artificial insemination. So that means that I get inseminated. Uh-huh. Okay, so I have half of their genes. Right, you will look at your child every day and think of this person. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I would say James Charles yeah, for that. Right? Okay. I think he has incredible bone structure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would not do my hair like that, but <laughs> um, but yes, I think he has good genes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be artificially inseminated with the semen. Um, I would absolutely start a two-person improv group with the guy that flashed me <laughs> yes. at the park. <laughs> he's definitely a yes and kind of person oh for sure and kind of a no and still yeah yeah (laughs) you've got balls kid yeah literally um hairless balls um yeah i think we could really work together and we've already been so intimate with each other that i've got a good report yeah Yeah. (laughs) i would just imagine you standing silently on stage together for however long they let you <laughs> until he just drops his pants yeah. um and then i guess that leaves going on an ikea run every weekend for the rest of my life with ben shapiro <laughs> which imagine. i'm trying to imagine that i i guess um I, I i can only assume that he has some money oh yeah I'm right sure. like what what i don't know where you get the money from whatever he's putting out but mm-hmm. i'm assuming it's he's money. he's following the the cash flow because he's still doing this stuff Mm -hmm. so um i would again take full advantage of that financial situation Mm -hmm. to use his money to buy my ikea things Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) we're so like-minded i was i i'm going to ikea with ben shapiro because he's decisive (laughs) and i don't want to be there for a long time true he would talk your fucking ear off he'll make the like make the decisions yeah like just go Mm -hmm. pick it out so you would you would get like live laugh love shit you know or not even but like that vibe like Like he he wouldn't do like a post not a postmodern but like a he wouldn't mid-century yeah Yeah, mid-century that's what's fine yeah he probably think that's too like eastern european Yeah. yeah but every weekend like yeah. I need someone who's gonna just in and out, you know, Swedish in and out, meatballs yeah, and, and run. I'm am d- starting an improv group with the guy that flashed you in the park. That's just the <laughs> obvious answer. <laughs> and I'm having James Charles' baby. He's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's really yeah. gorgeous. Okay, props to him. So, I think that I'm gonna actually use. Um, Ben Shapiro's semen for artificial insemination because mm. his family has good genes. Like they're kind of attractive. His sister is yeah, like what she would say is classically beautiful, which mm-hmm. has 
ramifications. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping yeah. their situation was more of a nurture than a nature thing, you know? Like, I'm hoping if I take my child out of that lifestyle, they'll be cool and yeah. beautiful. I would start a two-person improv group with James Charles because I think that would be really funny. <laughs> he would totally try to break out into song. Yeah. No, it would be it would be good. Um, I feel like there he's a yes and kind of person, right? Like, he would go with it. I'm sure. He'd, he'd follow the bit. decent furniture taste. Wait, is he the one who got, like, canceled, canceled for doing that? They've no. all gone canceled. I mean, they've yeah. all gotten, like, canceled. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. He can he's still be like, in my improv group. So you're going exactly. to Ikea with the flasher? Yeah, see, I have a plan. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, and we're going to go to the middle of the store, store wherever that is, and I'm going to, like, tell him to close his eyes and turn around, spin around three times, <laughs> and then I'm going to be gone, and he'll be lost in Ikea. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah essentially or Which another would technically still be us going every weekend he'd just be there yeah you forever. don't have to be next to each other yeah yeah, yeah exactly um another like good outcome of that could be that he just immediately tries to like flash the store in his band yeah exactly and so i don't know what the like you know legalities of this game are but <laughs> you know i think in the fine print it says that if he's banned you're yeah you know the yeah. contract is dead it's so. true and i'd be like i don't know him yes so <laughs> and he doesn't know himself (laughs) all right next one next scenario do you want me to call it out yeah go ahead okay so the first um situation is recreate the pottery scene from ghost (laughs) which is of a sexual nature Uh if people haven't seen look it up if you haven't seen it um let's see number two is a publicity stunt engagement slash marriage (laughs) and then the third is face tattoo of their face (laughs) (laughs) which is gorgeous um and then the choices are kate goslin the gun girl and jeff bezos oh my god okay austin you go first wow (laughs) what a what a dais uh i'm gonna get a face tattoo of the gun girl (laughs) please explain Uh, please elaborate i just feel like it's punk rock and give, okay. given my choices, you know, I'm obviously gonna, and you know, she'd hate it. I'm obviously going to mm-hmm. fake Mary Kate Goslin because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that just fits the narrative's <laughs> right. And I'm okay with Jeff Bezos ghosting me. <laughs> Pottery scene. Oh my God. That would actually, okay. So, Okay, I'll go because I have okay. things to say about that. That's a really good idea using him for the recreating the pottery scene from Ghost because because he's behind you, so you don't have to see his bald right. head, right? <laughs> Unless you're ghosting him, <laughs> which is even funnier. which is your really reflection visceral. bounce yeah. off, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a face tattoo of their face in and of itself. Um, <laughs> not to get too meta, meta. Um, but yeah, I would probably also do the pottery scene from ghost with him if he's behind me specifically um and then let's see damn we are very alike but just for the sake of being different i will say that i'll do a publicity stunt where i'm engaged slash married to the gun girl because it goes against everything (laughs) she stands for yes yeah would say um two riot girls right Mm -hmm. here um yeah it would totally shatter like, it would have to mean something huge shifted in her political beliefs. Doing sure. anything with the gun girl is inherently political. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then that would mean I would have a face tattoo of Kate Gosselin <laughs> on my face. And also she punk rock. also yeah. punk rock. I'm, okay. I do think I remember her having pretty good bone structure. So yeah, yeah. it was always the haircut that did her dirty. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen like like videos of people like showing for some reason like they would be like 11 years old and they would get like the Kate Gosselin yes. haircut? I was obsessed with John and Kate Plus A growing up. Really? Like, it you was watched one of my it? favorite shows, yeah. What was and so captivating like, about I, it? I'm not the only one. I know there are other people like who are 10 yeah. years old watching this. Yeah. I just like a train wreck? don't know. I also loved the Duggars or whatever they're mm, called. Yeah. I, I I think it was the train wreckness of it or on the opposite end of the spectrum, the Duggars, which were like so just bizarrely obviously not put together, but like presented that way yeah they were regimented yeah which was yeah so i just i don't know tlc really found their audience in me mm-hmm. but what was a typical like episode of john and k plus eight because like uh like besides having the eight kids they mm-hmm. had pretty normal jobs yeah right, it would lives. literally just be like them getting all the kids ready and John and Kate fighting a little bit and then they're like okay kids we're totally unprompted going to the zoo this is our idea not the producers and yeah. then they'd show up to the zoo that was empty uh-huh. at 7 a.m on a Saturday and then they just like do an activity and then that was it <laughs> that's so fascinating yeah because I feel like anytime I ever saw it like flipping through channels it was just them with like the reality tv music like suspenseful stuff behind them and it was just them trying to get all eight of them in the car yeah no that took up about 15 minutes of a 22 minute episode like <laughs> oh, it's dropping in the car <laughs> <Yeah>. seats <laughs> they'd have to take their bus or whatever it was like <laughs> yeah and then the duggars would be like michelle the mom making like 40 pounds of uh chicken enchilada uh basically just something to feed all the kids disgusting (laughs) and don't they all have j names yes and they're they just get the jardashian the (laughs) The janoskians (laughs) (laughs) okay you go you go okay okay um i'm going to Okay. I'm imagining I'm Jeff Bezos' face tattooed on your face. I'm trying to like I plug them in and then see what I have left. And it's just like every it's not good. <laughs> it's truly a lose lose lose. It's a lose 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 situation. Um Okay, I'm gonna recreate the pottery scene from Ghost with Kate Gosselin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She'd micromanage the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what that says about she would micromanage it. <laughs> um but you know, it would be over eventually. Um <laughs> I would get engaged slash married to the gun girl as a punk rock gay rights move. (laughs) Also, there I don't know if this how true this is, but I saw some people discussing on Twitter that like obviously there's a thing that she's married to what appears to be a gay man. Yeah, fully, yeah. And that I've also heard rumors that she herself is queer i've also heard that conversion therapy or something like that yeah a gay girl talked about how she dated her yeah anyways i'm gonna free gun girl there you go her her. yeah (laughs) Yeah. she's but a victim hell yeah yeah. (laughs) and then i guess i'm gonna get a face tattoo of jeff bezos (laughs) there you go there you go equally punk rock yeah Yeah. (laughs) because then we'd finally get to see what he looks like with hair yeah you know yeah Wait, are you thinking like a Silence of the Lambs like like skin mask <laughs> Jeff Bezos tattoo like his face as my face? That's what it says. Face tattoo of their <laughs> I was face. Just thinking 
Not the whole face. Wait, that's what Maybe I thought. Maybe like this a was. little deaf face that was on my temple or something. Yeah, like I thought of like a teardrop. No, yeah. I, are you kidding me? I literally went through this whole game we were playing, thinking that like I got their nose tattooed Wait, on my nose. Who did nose. you get? Oh, it was a face tattoo. I said Kate Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was you thinking have to get like the hair tattooed on your bald head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, god! Yeah. Wait, so you guys were just thinking it was like a tiny little yeah. face, like on your cheek like or a, something? Yeah. You can't do that kind of line work that small. It could be bigger, but not the whole entire face. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could fully imagine it. And I'm right. like planning. Now, mine would be like a political commentary on how capitalism is with you always and stares you in the mirror wow. or something like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Mine's how eight kids are just around the corner at all times. Yeah, eight kids. <laughs> if you're not careful, you'll end up with eight children. Exactly. And mine is for Second Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> he carries it around every day like Come and take AR it. 16 or whatever they're called. <laughs> we'll never figure out if it's 15 or 16. <laughs> Okay, thanks for playing Fuck, Mary, Kill, etc. And remember, guns don't kill people. People okay, kill I'm people. I'm cutting this out. See you on the oh other side. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Where do we go when we die? Does Google know my blood type? Will she text me back? When will the water wars begin? Does anyone want to date me? I'm Tina. I'm Mary. And together, we'll answer life's biggest questions correctly. This is Artificial Intelligence. Okay, hello everyone. Hi. We have everyone on mic today. Yeah. Hey. Because <laughs> Austin refuses to get off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm away for one week and suddenly this is a three-person <laughs> podcast. You should have never mic'd me up. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Um, okay, I wanted to start off by saying apparently we've never had an original thought because I the, know that <laughs> the discussion oh, no. we had about... Having diarrhea in a Barnes and Noble is apparently it's a phenomenon. It's going around. Yeah. yeah, I've seen TikToks and tweets about it now, and I'm yeah. like, uh, "Oops." And yeah. apparently, it's been a thing since like I think someone first wrote about it in like the 80s or the like the 80s. 90s. Yeah. I knew that Dirty Rock had like a thing about it. Yeah, so it's apparently called the Mariko Aoki phenomenon, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny. But yeah, apparently that's all. Like a woman, it was like. I think Wikipedia said a little known Japanese woman like coined the phrase in like a magazine about books. Oh, okay. So this author. The first person to shit. In yeah. A, yeah. yeah. I was say, the <laughs> that we know of. Barnes and Noble employees like christen it. Like yes. <laughs> this is this woman's. But it's just like so wild that something so specific that mm-hmm. feels so unique to you. Not only is something you can share with friends on a podcast, but yeah. has also been a phenomenon for about 40 years. No, literally. And oh. Like, another weird thing is I think at least twice, uh, two of our friends have themselves just come to the conclusion, like, talking, we briefly talked about how men are better, not better, but, like, are often- (laughs) Just better, period. (laughs) We often talk about this on this podcast, um, but are more inclined to- teach themselves things online and like i've heard like two of our friends be like why are men better or like more inclined to do that blah 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 and And i'm like wait a minute i talked about that yeah Hmm, it's always just learned learned confidence yeah um but also something i wanted to talk about was how 
I had to quit a job this week <laughs> after <laughs> honestly I'm proud of you I was sweating it out for you it wasn't um necessarily by choice I was like <laughs> okay I picked up a nannying job it was a pretty sweet gig I'm doing mm-hmm. it before, while I apply to like grad programs and stuff um but I got set up with this like really cute family literally did it for two days and then <laughs> got a job offer like out of the blue from somewhere else like the on Wednesday after starting Monday and that's months of you job hunting and that's why like I feel really good now because I was feeling so anxious this week as you Mm -hmm. know Mary um because I had to quit that job and it felt so much worse this time because one I just started Mm -hmm. and two it wasn't like a conglomerate it was like a single mom with two right you you couldn't be like fuck Amazon I'm out of here (laughs) exactly I can't be like fuck like I don't want to dox her name (laughs) but fuck Denise (laughs) that's not her name and uh the two kids and the two kids yeah yeah and it stinks because it felt like it was a really good no I mean that is such a thing a real thing with like childcare positions is the guilt that comes with quitting oh yeah no I literally told her I I had to go out to my car to do it because I couldn't have anyone else hear me Mm -hmm. be on the phone call I had to be in complete isolation and I could not press the button to call her. Like, I was I, having uh, a full-on panic totally attack. Mm-hmm. And I had to write out a note of what I was going to say. Because mm-hmm. I was worried about it not seeming sincere. Right. Um, even though I genuinely was planning on yeah, staying there for just, over a year. You know. It was just really bad timing, yeah. and I, I literally told her this has been harder than some breakups I've had, yeah. like, literally, and I said to her, which might have been TMI, but I said, I was like, I want to throw up right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel so sick as I'm telling you this mm-hmm. information, but she took it really well. So, That's good. So I am only nanning for, like, another month, and then I'm starting a new job, but... I was going to ask you, I was interested in what y'all's, uh, like, quitting strategy is mm-hmm. for jobs. Oh, like, like what do you say? <laughs> Like, have you ever had like a horrible experience or mm. uh, have you gotten pretty good at it? Like, what's your deal? Hmm. So a few of my jobs have just come to a natural end. It was either I was graduating high school and going to college. So like mm-hmm. that was how I quit my high school job. Um, was it still stressful even if it was like natural like that or? Not really because from the get go, I made it clear that I was going to college yeah. in the fall, so I can't stay past August or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just the agreement. And then they just asked, you know, when's my last day? And it was cool. Cool. Um, quitting the school daycare thing I worked at was really difficult. It went fine. I yeah. definitely, like, kind of blindsided them. Like, I gave them two or three weeks notice, but I was actually at my, like, six-month check-in or something. And they're like, <laughs> you're doing so great. We love you. And I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... I think we talked about this, Tina, like when you were quitting, it was like uh, just that fear of quitting. It's such a blip in your life that like it consumes you in the day and the week that it happens. But Mm -hmm. like it's yeah, I don't know. You were going back and forth and I we definitely landed on, you know, don't let the fear of how this is going to go fear of obligation. Yeah. Keep you from doing what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Because ultimately, like you know, for my career goals and stuff like that, having as much of a nice and well-paid gig as it was, Mm -hmm. like it, it didn't add anything to what I was reading in 
the Divining Decade, a very mm. good book that I recommend for any 20-year-old or 20s to 30s or even your 30s, honestly, mm-hmm. is like I wasn't accruing identity capital there, mm. um, which is something that I think this like uh, psychologist named Eric Erickson coined the term. <laughs> his um, father was the CEO of, <laughs> of Armin Ham. Yeah. Um, no, his name's actually really interesting because he kind of grew up fatherless. So he was Eric something like he was Eric something else mm. based off of like the guy that her his mom remarried but once he be he was like studied by freud's daughter anna mm-hmm. um but he gave himself the name eric erickson because he was like a- saying he's eric son of oh, himself interesting like he wow. had to learn who he was <laughs> uh-huh. by himself Another um, autodidact yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and probably a narcissist um but we won't uh you know diagnose him yeah. um but yeah so he coined the term i uh, I think identity crisis mm. or something along those lines saying that it's it's very natural and very healthy for someone in their 20s to kind of flounder in order to find themselves mm-hmm. like take risks and stuff but it has to be done at the same time that you're accruing identity capital which is like things that add to your identity in some capacity mm-hmm. like you're learning about yourself either you're like doing something that makes money or not like you're picking up a hobby yeah. or and that's something like nannying could be someone's identity capital you yeah know? exactly it's and it's all yours, that's the yeah. thing it's all relative mm-hmm. so that's why i was trying to explain to the mom i was like i love this job and i love your kids so much mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of i'm what was the phrase i used i said it's like a like a um I can't remember, but I was basically mm-hmm. saying it's, oh, it's a necessary evil that I take this job almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly don't, mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to the tasks that are asked of me at this new one, but for my CV mm-hmm. that I will, that I know I will have to give to grad schools, mm-hmm. like it will look better, but you right. know, everyone's been through that and right. knows, but yes, what we were saying about it being like so hard in the moment but it's it is fleeting reminded me of just how I always felt like doing final exams Mm -hmm. for school I was like this feels like actual torture yeah but I know like come Friday it'll be over Mm -hmm. but it's just like so sucky that I have to like go through this take actions to get it done right you know right but she was very nice about it yeah that was good I'm glad that she didn't wasn't mean about it i know and i don't know like dom was like she's not gonna hit you <laughs> he was like she won't get physical with you no, or anything you and i'm understand. like i was like you don't get it like i saw a tweet that was like someone I'm quoting it was like the worst that they can say is no and then they were like well that's devastating to me so. <laughs> yes <laughs> little did you know that yeah, that would that crush me actually yeah life ending i me. think i was just like scared that she would be um passive aggressive mm. but she's really cool and very like uh uh just forward facing i guess so she was very like understanding which was very nice yeah Mm -hmm. but i did feel like i needed to like expel all toxins from my body after that conversation Mm -hmm. i was so profusely sweating Mm -hmm. um and it it was horrible (laughs) have you had to quit anything yeah i've never had any terrible experiences but it's every single time i'm always like Hey, so, so and they're like, you're quitting. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I have like I've like leveraged my position before because I was serving at this one place, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't make me a server when they said they were going to. Yeah. So I went across the street and got a job at Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other woman. The <laughs> yeah. 
as a, as a, sir, as a host. Yeah. And then, because they said they could make me a server in a few months' time. So then mm-hmm. I went back to my restaurant, which was it's like a mafia fish. deal. Yeah. And I was like, hey, so I have this other job and they are willing to make me a server soon. Yeah. So, like, if, like, I don't want to leave here, but I yeah. need you to, like, hey. promise me. Yeah. So they yeah. did. So then I quit my Longhorn Steakhouse job. <laughs> I'm two just imagining you, resume in hand, just walking across the street back <laughs> yeah. and forth. After my shift. Like, they said they would make me <laughs> yeah. a server yeah. in two months. And they're, like, running across the street. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I've, like, Hilarious. fully lied to people and been like, I would love to stay here, but I did get offered a job that yeah. did not exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just wanted to quit so badly that yeah. I was, I would rather be. No unemployed Literally. but i couldn't tell them that like i couldn't tell them i was just no, unhappy it's okay there. To lie sometimes so i I'm said i had like camp. an offer i couldn't refuse i yeah. got into harvard yeah i, I have to go I, it's my harvard dream law. <laughs> yeah i don't have an undergrad degree but i'm going to harvard law yeah i'm in this really annoying spot where i don't know if I'm going to stay remote or not, or my job is going to stay remote or not. They and have been I teasing wanted you to. guys with that. They literally months. are dragging their feet. They're my, I had to find a new apartment or not. Like, I don't know. Um, and anyway, so I'm kind of like, what if I not bluffed, but just stood up and was like, I'm staying remote or not coming back. Yeah. And I'm like kind of worried they'd call my bluff, but <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, which, you know, maybe wouldn't be the, worst but is that thing. a bluff? Like, or are you just like setting your, yeah. your standards, I guess? I mean, it's what I want. So I guess it technically wouldn't be a bluff, but like, would I actually go as far as saying that the bluffing know. is that you would walk? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Now I'm like, do I have to move home <laughs> no, after no. my lease ends? Which moving home for me is not like a. Uh, I'm very lucky that it's like too comfortable. Like mm. I basically, it's like a Benjamin Button situation. <laughs> I just like <laughs> I revert into like a newborn baby state where <laughs> I'm like eating every two hours and sleeping sixteen hours of the day and like yeah. can't keep my head up and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So your dad needs to support your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he would like he loves having his kids at home and all these things but like i'm just the type of person uh where i just need to be in my own place so i can set my own routines or else i won't have one at all and it's, yeah ugh, but dang and you wouldn't move to another apartment here if you were well that's another thing it's like i would either have to get a one-bedroom apartment which is expensive and like i just don't know if i want to throw money at that um or get a random roommate and i'm like <laughs> disgusting disgusting yeah. yeah so we'll keep you posted if anyone cool needs a roommate email ai dot the podcast has anyone we know never had to deal with like a truly like random roommate or has it been Only always like, like the a freshman a year like yeah horror stories did um, you guys like your freshman year roommate? yeah i got so lucky i got a coincidental gay oh nice <laughs> Like, wait, no way. <laughs> wait, that is really, that's yeah. very helpful. Wait, who was your freshman? No, no, we can't text them. <laughs> bleep, we'll have bleep to talk the names. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know is how it to someone we know? Yeah, you oh. met him. Ryan. Bleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that. Oh, no, that's. Uh... No, that is not <laughs> the one who did I'm that. sorry. <laughs> different Ryan, different Ryan. I mean, different beep, oh. different beep. <laughs> different beep. I do remember him and he was very nice. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, but yeah I don't the remember. VCU algorithm. I don't know. They knew. Yeah. <laughs> they probably like prior. Like they probably had some kind of algorithmic thing where if you said you were gay, that went straight to the yeah. top. I can't <laughs> remember. Was that on there? I can't remember. I think your like sexual Other orientation was probably really? was part of it. Actually, like I think you could mm, say. I think, like yeah, you could or like could opt just not respond. yeah it could yeah because oh, i think yeah. like that, that is like a sense. that's a yeah. major concern a for thing. people they so. put the gay people in one pile and they were all just in johnson there was literally lavender <laughs> housing or whatever which was like lavender VCU's, housing like specifically queer housing okay well i wish yeah. that would have been that, nice i to wish know. <laughs> i know right i said the same thing i was like where was that like i don't remember wait physically where was that i don't know was it its own building i don't think it was its own building i think it was just like Maybe I'm making this up. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up. But also calling it lavender housing is so (laughs) rainbow housing. (laughs) Lavender is like a color, like trademark for the gays. Um, Um, I'm sensing a spinny finger, (laughs) and by sensing, I'm directly seeing it. Doing the spinny finger (laughs) that felt so short. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Wait, Mary. Oh yeah, you you knew your freshman roommate coming in. Yeah, we were friends in high school yeah as yeah yeah, same i got pretty lucky (laughs) shout out to my freshman year roommate who i won't say your name because you (laughs) you may not want that but (laughs) just know that that. i shout out to you i do care about you wherever you may be and i love supporting you (laughs) in your artistic endeavors and that's all i'll say yep that's it (laughs) (laughs) we should have a whole episode on roommates i'm sure there's a lot of ethical dilemmas that arise when it comes to roommates because it really changed having like dorm roommates was very a different experience than um like having to lease a apartment together yeah i mean my dorm was literally just a room like other people and other residences had like a common living space mm-hmm. and you know walls to divide them fair but were you in Rhodes? i was in johnson johnson oh, so yeah it was i will say the, a room. the the common yeah. rooms and i put that in air quotes mm-hmm. that we were given in brant were like i don't know how other people did it but anytime i visited someone's like uh sweet style dorm room mm-hmm. Everyone had such grandiose plans for that common room, and it always just became a glorified like <laughs> closet, just like the mass-produced couch. Yeah, and like, that's it. <laughs> just junk, and like, if like any- imagine this tapestry. Yeah. People yeah. are like projector. Tapestry. No, yeah. <laughs> like I remember Bar like cart. being on Urban Outfitters home mm-hmm. like page, being like, "We'll get this, yeah. and we'll get this," and I was looking at no prices, and then we got there, and I was like, "You know what? Maybe these linoleum floors <laughs> are fine." <laughs> <laughs> I literally have so much else to think about, like making friends. Yeah, so, but yeah. <laughs> Tina's still looking for friends to this day. Yeah. So, if anyone, else if you are interested in being Tina's yes. friend, please email ai.thepodcast at gmail.com. I really don't have much to offer, but um, I have podcasting equipment yeah. if anyone wants a <laughs> potential guest spot. Yeah. 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 I have a, I have a car. <laughs> <laughs> if you need rides <laughs> i have a i just bought a ceremonial matcha set so yeah actually to- she did make me an austin <laughs> matcha lattes and they're pretty good so yeah. it's how we you keep you so guys much around to offer. <laughs> our god is an awesome <laughs> god he reigns from heaven on earth our god <laughs> God, he reigns. <laughs> it's like you're our youth pastor. Yeah, like call and response. <laughs> yeah.
so good. Okay, Welcome guys. back. We're talking about religion, Mary. We uh, talked mm-hmm. about you behind your back. <laughs> I knew it. I could sense it. Yeah, Last we time. While I was, behind you know, your back. While you celebrating, celebrating a beautiful Easter. holiday with my family. Yeah. I could just feel that <laughs> there were two... I don't Bitches. even know what to call you guys. <laughs> Maybe you should rethink that next time. But, uh, you know, we initially asked, do you care about Easter? Which led into the bigger question, mm. is there a God? Mm. Um, Naturally. So, I yeah. leave you alone for one day. <laughs> yeah, I, you guys perhaps are the, the biggest question oh, God. there is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to get your take on that and all things that come okay. with yeah. that. So, well, I wait, how was there a God? Wait, first of all... <laughs> How was your Easter? Because you actually celebrated it. Um, we didn't actually really celebrate it. Like this year, I think this is one of the first years, maybe, I guess the pandemic started right around Easter time last oh, year. Yeah. So this would be the second year of my entire life that we didn't go to mass. Um, wow. Yeah. On Easter Sunday. Um, as a family, like, I don't know. Um, what was the question? How was my Easter? But yeah, it was chill. We All we did was like eat dinner and then... That was it. I feel like everyone thinks like when you say celebrate Easter, you like hold hands around the table and like light <laughs> candles and like I don't know, um, whittle crosses or something. But <laughs> whittle. <laughs> I think my brother and I like watched uh, soccer and played pickleball. That um, sounds like a classic Easter. Yeah, and that yeah. was about it. Um, also, I'm pretty sure as Tina was asking me that, you were asking me if God's real. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's going to sound really funny. It's fine, I'll wait. (laughs) Well, I want to preface this with, um, even though the episode's out now, I haven't heard it yet since the recording and release thing is off, so I have no idea what you guys talked about last night. I think it's good that you're going in blind. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Blind faith. This is about your experience, your spiritual (laughs) girl boss journey. I really got roped into this. You guys had some high expectations, but... um, in terms of is there a God or not, I'm of the opinion that um, no one can say that there's not a God and no one can say that there is. So Would you what say is agnostic? your personal belief? That's my personal belief. Is that what an agnostic is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Generally. So would maybe. you identify as that? Yes, I would. Like there's literally, when people are like, I'm full-blown atheist, there is no God. Like you... Are you are what you're um, critiquing? Like you're saying when people mm. say that there is a God, how can you know that? No, there's not. But you're saying no, there's not a God. How can mm. you know that? Mm-hmm. You know, that's deep. Yeah, very fair. Yeah. So what did you guys say, huh? <laughs> At first, I said yes for the drama of just saying <laughs> oh, yes because <sure. laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to like stir the pot. Yeah. And then I said, uh, did I say no? I honestly, as I've said to you both before, we podcast and then my mind goes blank <laughs> and I forget everything I've ever said, any mm-hmm. opinion I've ever held. So mm-hmm. I probably contradicted myself thousands of times already in the like six episodes we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm where you are, where I'm like, okay. it, it's literally impossible to say and it's just as impossible to right. deny it. And I feel more comfort. I think our thesis we came to, our resolution was that uh if you feel if you get comfort out of feeling like there is one that's mm-hmm. how you should go and if you feel comfort genuinely out of thinking there isn't one mm-hmm. then that's how you take that go. path yeah right so it's however you deal with how mm-hmm. terrifying the unknown is mm-hmm. whatever path gives you the most comfort yeah uh, but was there ever a time in your life that you 
were like very religious or thought there was a god um, we discussed like jesus camp christian camp sure. being like a teen like really mm-hmm. into god at one point you know i feel like i spent most of my childhood trying to convince myself that i believed in god mm-hmm. but um props to me i was always a very skeptical kid <laughs> and i would ask questions and no one would answer them like yeah. ever and i remember that really frustrating me mm-hmm. and i also remember like catholic masses are I don't know if cyclical is the right term, but like they go by calendar. And so like if you go to Catholic mass for a few years, you start to hear the same things over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, I have these specific questions and it feels like everyone's just throwing out these uh, general, very vague quote unquote answers, which aren't really answers. Um, And that like persisted as I got older. I, I remember not the, I wouldn't call it the last straw because by the time I was a teenager, I just wasn't interested in religion or church or anything like that anymore. Um, but something that really bothered me, I think, was after the Pulse shooting. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I went to church. I was at home for some reason around that time. And um, I went to church with my family because I always go to church with my family. It, it, I have never been like, I'm staying home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just not. I don't know. I think it's kind of a respect thing, I guess. But yeah. um, so I went to church and like the homily is the time for a priest to tailor um, tailor it to make it more specific, like what the message he wants to say about the gospel, blah, 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 is that week. And nothing was said about it. Really? Nothing. Yeah. Like it was just glazed It was over. just like, Jesus loves you. Be kind to each other. Okay, just the same old same old here's communion and i was like how can you do this like how can you just go through you know these horrible tragedies um and then just like not say anything right because really at the end of the day religion should be addressing those kinds of things like yeah you know i mean specifically and directly i think i brought that up with one of my siblings or i can't remember but they were like well what did you want them to say like this was an attack on the queer community. Did you like the Catholic church obviously doesn't have a good or great relationship with the queer community. Like what did you want them to say in that situation? And I was like, honestly, anything like say Mm -hmm. something that's inflammatory or say something that is accepting, but this like horrible thing, just float in the middle and not take a stand is like really frustrating to me. But because people were murdered and killed, like regardless of, Right. It it was an attack on like their mm-hmm. sexual orientation specifically, but like you also just like they did not even recognize that people were mass fifty people. Yeah. Killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yeah. And I'm sure my Catholic church Yeah. And I mean I went to the same I my family still goes to the same church. Like I don't know. I really have a very small worldview on what a Catholic mass is like because I've only been to a few different uh churches in, in my life, really. Um so I don't know if your church like Maybe your priests are great and hip and cool, and we'll talk about those things, but mine certainly didn't, so. Yeah, I can't imagine mine would. Yeah. My so. favorite uh, priest at my Catholic church uh, was moved. <laughs> like, <laughs> that happens, A too. couple years ago. Yeah. One of the really priests jarring. at mine was, yeah. um, not the word convicted isn't right, but um, got in trouble for molesting a child back in, like, the 90s, Jesus. and he was you know no one knows what happened to him i don't know he he could be probably preaching somewhere else yeah in argentina yeah (laughs) (laughs) just a hot potato that you throw around the u.s somewhere it's that that prevalent 
It oh, sounds yeah. like every church has their it's, own. Have you ever seen Spotlight? The, no, the I mo- need to. At it's the end, how prevalent it, really, it is. Yeah, it's really, it was really scary at the end, like either right before they roll the credits or after, I think before. Uh, you know, it's like the whole movie and then they have um, like the records of every like church and diocese and city and state that there's been some kind of like reported accusation or Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. and it's like it seems like every city bigger than like a thousand populated town in the u.s like richmond's on there Mm -hmm. multiple times that's just what's reported too and that's just what's reported right yeah it was and it's a very slow moving Mm -hmm. like credit rolling um very long thing and it was very visceral it's just so incredible to me that that's that the catholic church can like not deal with that Mm -hmm. problem at all and will still take the like love the sinner hate the sin on being gay and like not accepting marriage Mm -hmm. like no that you're still getting damned eternally for that that's the thing that (laughs) when people are like not to turn this into like a gay rights conversation but like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is god yeah being homophobic <laughs> i'm trying to speak um we will not be silent yeah <laughs> what was i gonna say oh yeah the whole like basically what you were saying austin like i don't hate you i just hate the sin the like basically everything try that to makes pretend, your lifestyle yeah try to pretend like being gay is something that we like keep in our trunk and like can take out and <laughs> put on and put away it's like as if it's not literally who we are in yeah. a way it's like okay you can't i'm sorry like you can't have you ever seen those girl defined videos girl, yes they're yeah. nuts oh my god i'm obsessed with them. yeah <laughs> i'm obsessed because i think uh it's uh one of them i'm like pretty sure her husband is gay yeah like i think he's been to conversion that is such an interesting thing dynamic yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. really is Mm -hmm. something that can't not be unpacked even on this podcast where we answer every (laughs) that question question. we will not attempt to answer (laughs) no god no no i'm not touching that with a temple pole um the question that i actually think about more than is god real is the is there a meaning to life like yeah. i don't really think about god that oh, much yeah, we touched on that yeah we decided there wasn't <laughs> <laughs> really yeah i don't know we i talked like about it in a past podcast kind of mm-hmm. um like i'm comforted by there not being yeah meaning to anything and just everything being because mm-hmm. if there is <laughs> well that's interesting i think that is a very big um difference you have to make between those two questions because i also was never really concerned whether there was or was not a god Mm -hmm. because i was like okay that doesn't really answer my question as to like what i'm supposed to do yeah exactly tina was talking about being very worried about going to hell Mm -hmm. and doing like anything it takes to not Mm -hmm. go to hell yeah it was about truly like everything in my life it's about me and i'm talking (laughs) about how like when i was at jesus camp we had like a moment one-on-one at the end of the week with our counselor Mm -hmm. we could have like by the lake dock or something Mm -hmm. and the whole time it was just like probably in very like enneagram five fashion Mm -hmm. like just asking her specifically i was like all right cut all the bullshit no literally what do i need to do well read the passage and sit and think about it and pray on it i'm like what does that mean well that was the thing that really pissed me off about christianity throughout my life was Mm -hmm. that a lot of it was very like um I don't know, not victim blamey, but kind of like if you don't believe it's because you're not 
being faithful enough like right you don't have enough faith yeah exactly you're not trying hard enough mm-hmm. to trust god's process yes trust the process yeah like right. if it's it's like a magician yeah. with like or like a comedian that's mm-hmm. like oh you guys don't just get the joke this yeah. is a good joke yeah. oh, but you guys just don't just get it yeah it's like oh you don't believe in god that's because you're not trying hard enough yeah sorry <laughs> sorry and it was really yeah it was really frustrating yeah. growing up because i was like i feel like i'm like mm-hmm. really trying yeah exactly <laughs> And then I realized it actually feels very framed to not try at all. Yeah. Um, well, there would be things where I'd, I I would look at it and be like, that just can't be right. Like the fact that you have to baptize a baby uh, and if they if so you it don't. Doesn't. Yeah. Like, like at what like, age did you? I'm sorry. That can't be right. <laughs> or else it goes to purgatory yeah purgatory wherever it goes yeah an unbaptized baby goes to literally the waiting room of the (laughs) universe (laughs) it's like playing with those toys you have in the doctor's office like Like a little abacus (laughs) for eternity eternity. (laughs) like at what age did you what when did that change happen where you Mm. like kind of felt yourself the your belief like and your faith kind of start to dwindle Or just your energy trying to, because you always said you were pretty skeptical. Yeah, I was always skeptical, probably around like middle school when I Mm -hmm. could. I would say that like for the first 12 years of my life going to church, I did not absorb or listen to anything that happened in church. Mm -hmm. I was literally just coloring or something the whole time and waiting for it to be over, Mm -hmm. um, which I would still do later on, but... (laughs) Um, then I, you know, was like, maybe I don't feel this passion for God because I'm not listening and I'm not trying hard enough. So I would listen and then I'd be like, there's no way that that can be true. <laughs> right. Or it really was like you were saying where they just recycle the same messages very cyclically yeah. annually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get confirmed and everything? I did. Yeah. You did all that. Mm-hmm. What age all were you when you jets. did that? Cause we were talking about how it's different ages for I different I was in things. eighth grade when I got confirmed. Oh, see, I was yeah. a sophomore. Fun fact. Took a while. Um, this is a very, sorry, podcast listeners, this is a very niche thing, but Jordan Kolb was the person I got confirmed, like, next to. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. Really? That's yeah, he went so to my church, funny. and, like, that's where I Of course he's Catholic, the yeah. little Irish boy. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's really funny. Did you, did you guys have, like, classes you had to take before your confirmation? Yeah, we had, uh, some people call it, like, CCD, and some people call it, like, Bible study or something. Okay. Um, yeah. My dad actually taught mine for a few years really yeah oh my god that's funny yeah so your parents were pretty like religious mm-hmm, yeah. very yeah that's so, interesting so you've never been to like a non-denominational so i only went i went one time actually i think it was for a funeral mm. um for a friend's grandmother i went and remember seeing someone playing uh, an electric guitar and i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> And then they're there was like a drum set and no, the, there was like a screen with the lyrics and yes, there was exactly. the songs just slapped. They were yes. so good. That's what we were talking about the rock songs, that, <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. CD commercials that would always Literally. Play. And it makes you like, that's why like I understand that because it's, it's it makes it more interactive I could feel the draw. Like, like I, I could ignore the draw because I knew what it was and recognized it yeah. for what it was, but I could totally understand how yeah people, you know i feel what? like the catholic church is like catholicism is like designed yeah. to turn you off from it, it. Is. like i feel yeah. like it, it people because yeah. i feel more uh when i when i've gone to non-denom churches mm-hmm. like it feels like people are more connected to it yeah and yeah. then as opposed to being catholic it feels like people feel like they need to be there right and oh, no, yeah. it's the obligation well, that, that pulls yeah. them in and not mm-hmm. the drive it's funny because uh 
my school I went to my whole life was Episcopal, mm. Episcopalian, and which is kind of like the Catholic version, like the Catholic uh, branch of all the Protestant mm-hmm. ones. Like it's the closest to mm-hmm. Catholicism. Yeah. yeah but um, <laughs> so I would go to some services like with friends, like, oh God, anytime you had to go to a sleepover and like on a Sunday you had to yeah, go, to, go church to church with the friend yeah. you were like what the fuck mm-hmm. am I doing here yeah. like I'm like still high off of Sour Patch Kids yeah <laughs> um but those were all very that was like a total social scene like if you didn't go oh gosh, or if yeah. you only went like on Easter and Christmas they yeah. called you like Easter like, Christmas Catholics yeah or yeah. like EC something yeah. like there was an acronym mm-hmm. in the Episcopal Church um yeah and people really judged you um yeah. but it's interesting you say that thing about people like feeling way more connected in those like mega churches and with like the acoustic guitars and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because like to a point that's really good because it does bring people like community and comfort but I also think that it creates a avenue that's way easier to manipulate people Mm -hmm. like you can get a lot of money out of people that's what I was gonna say but the catholic church does that catholic church does the same thing but some of these mega churches Make like the yeah. the so like patriarch the like yeah. the like yeah. head guy mm-hmm. pastor i guess of those places are like rich like yeah. i just mm-hmm. finished uh real housewives of salt lake city <laughs> and mm-hmm. one of them mary her first of all she's married to her grandma's ex-husband so oh let that sink God. in. Wow. So yeah her grandma <laughs> that's like old testament shit my yeah moves. her grandma and <laughs> the her like husband were like the head people of this like mega church kind of mm-hmm. or it's a baptist church which is really interesting first mm-hmm. of all because it's in salt lake city mm-hmm. mormon central um so that or maybe it's pentecostal i don't know um but then yeah the grandma died and they claim or mary claims that her grandma's dying wish was for her husband that she was about to you know, leave mm-hmm. to go to heaven, um, to marry one of her, what? her girls, she sure. said, marry your grandpa. Yeah. But I think it's coming out now that she didn't really say that. No, it just seems like, ma- like it just seems like it's such an implausible thing. Like yeah. that anyone would ask their husband to like marry, marry their, their like, yeah, either their daughter or their granddaughter. Yeah. That's disgusting. And then also, yeah, like they show there are houses very mm-hmm. often on like Real Housewives and her house is full. Like it's a right. tiny church. It's not huge, mm-hmm. but her house is full of like Gucci and Prada and Balenciaga. Like she mm-hmm. has a shopping addiction. Like there is not a part, like a square inch of her like mm-hmm. house that isn't covered in designer bags and accessories and stuff like that. And like, where is that money coming yeah. from? She claims they're they don't take like anything from the church, but there's no way. There's, you're literally millionaires. That's the thing that's yeah. always I've. I'm and like, the people that go people, there are very like normal working yes. class blue collar people. Yeah, like how do people look at that? Like if you go to one of these churches and you see these like Joel, what is his name? Austin, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, like living it up in these mansions and Lamborghinis and stuff. How do you not get upset at that? Because clearly. One, it goes through against all of the teachings about right. money and wealth. I don't know how they spin that in to the make Bible. It seem okay. Yeah, and like two, it's so obvious that like money capitalism is a rank above God in yeah. this situation with these people. Like mm-hmm. because if it weren't, then they would donate enough that they would live a humble lifestyle. Yeah, they would live at least like at the level that they're. 
Yes. Like, yeah. Patrons not or whatever. I'm saying you have to live as like a Franciscan monk or something. Yeah. But you'd be part of the community because yeah. they're also kind of creating themselves like a Jesus Christ like God figure. Mm-hmm head in the minds of their like parish you know Mm -hmm. when you like have all that stuff like it's just like gilding like the whole catholic like church in gold like yeah (sighs) yeah no i mean it's interesting the catholic church definitely attracts the traditionalists and fundamentalists who are like you know the thing is the catholic church like hasn't made really any attempts to uh be contemporary in any way besides like mm-hmm. letting girls be altar servers like 10 years ago <laughs> God forbid that was them like and the uproar about that like oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ice machine just like had a divine intervention and is yeah. striking and up. i mean it's a thing that the there aren't enough priests now because who wants to be celibate and poor their whole lives right um, and then when they are they're suppressed and then yeah they become, like, and they won't let women be priests so yeah. it's just like they're driving this car to the ground and into the ground and like won't do any updates to it to right. <laughs> help it keep moving you know being a nun though in like the 1600s sounds like a pretty good deal like that i would totally yeah. take that yeah, I agree. Especially if you were gay, like, <laughs> oh my god! I know. Portugal. Have you ever seen the Little Hours? That yeah. crazy <laughs> movie. Yeah. You have? Okay, yeah. I think that I. I was I, gonna say Portrait of a Lady on Fire has a has a topic on not topic of that's how it starts. Is like one of the characters was in a seminary and then oh, gets really? out of it. Yeah, one of the main two. Uh huh. And then her sister dies, who was supposed to be married off, so she has to marry off instead. But she was like, I loved it there, and I never wanted to leave. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Wow, portrait of lady on fire <laughs> and, and like, little, little hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in the same. Yeah, the movie was insane. <laughs> I watched that like one glass of wine deep. It was like the only time I've ever done that thing that you know mm-hmm. adult women do, where they like pour a glass of wine and watch a movie by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I, <laughs> that has never occurred to me as something to do, mm-hmm. but I did it one time and I was so drunk, like in my mm-hmm. own bed. I think it was in Jake's bed for some that reason. Like sense. he was gone for the weekend, so mm-hmm. I just did it. In his yeah. Bed. <laughs> I watched it and I was like am I drunk or is this like weird like okay, what's going funny. on y- yeah you're on- the only one the last movie I saw in theaters was Portrait of a Lady on Fire it was like the third time I'd seen it but I was with a few friends and they were freaking out because we were the only ones in the theater <laughs> one may or may not have been high <laughs> for legal reasons and I was like please I'm trying to watch <laughs> that was such a rift in the friend group was oh you guys God. coming home <laughs> so mad and then being like we liked the movie <laughs> i was like don't lie to me i know you did it's fine it's so definitely confused. not everyone's cup of tea i watched another morose sad uh lesbian movie last night that's new it was called the world to come or something like that and it was horrible <laughs> what, what, why was it horrible and what was it about are there any good lesbian movies yeah there are it's just like not i haven't seen one in a while but um it was like two women in the 1800s question mark who were like farming the land with their husbands and they were lonely and they find each other and it's just so slow and like there's like a gray film over the filter over the whole thing and then one of the women her daughter dies of uh, something classic (laughs) typhoid no i don't know was she gay because i would the daughter she was four oh (laughs) 
Well, we don't know. So yeah. we we repeat the question. They yeah. Love to kill yeah. off the games. Oh god! Oh god! Um. Anyways, one of them dies in the end. Classic, and that was it. Is there something that like directors are trying to convey when it comes to like women loving women when they make these movies slow as fuck? Like, I is it don't like the slow know. burn that yeah. like seems to the slow burn? It has to be a blonde and a brunette. Yeah. God um, forbid two God brunettes forbid. fall in love. Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> Her alabaster skin. Yeah. Even regularly would you see like a like a mixed couple, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like like directors and writers are like two women, like I have to show how smart and emotionally intelligent yeah. they are. So they have to speak in like Shakespearean prose and like Yeah. Can we have know? two really never, dumb women fall in love? Yeah, you've clearly never met a real lesbian Please. because they will be living together yeah. in two weeks and, <laughs> right. and share a dog. I just want to see lesbians I want to see two bimbos Xbox or go at it. And, yeah. yeah. Two <laughs> bimbos go at it. <laughs> Please, literally. A tete on between two Yeah, windows. I'm like, I know you think this represents me, but I am dumb and this does not represent who I am. <laughs> like, they really I, always are like incredibly like dry, dry humor, slow. witty. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It's really funny. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, about God. Yeah, so yeah, some things we talked about. We talked about, well, one, I'm curious, is there any kind of religion or religion adjacent that you've connected with? at all mm. that you're not a part of because I was telling Tina how I've always wanted to be Jewish <laughs> yeah, Jewish yeah. really and then I'm a self-hating Gentile <laughs> yeah he said that he appre- like so we jealous. both agree that we like appreciate that it's like it runs really deep mm-hmm. yeah. for a lot of people yeah. it's very like cultural yeah I, I definitely appreciate that yeah. too and it's not just like a surface practice mm-hmm. most of the time I talked about and I said and I'll say again that I'm not trying to exoticize like Native American mm-hmm. religions and spiritualities but I do think they've most of them you know it's not a monolith but a lot of them have it right where it's like as close as you are to nature is Mm -hmm. as spiritual as you can get yeah I have always been like drawn to that idea too I wish that I had learned more about other religions growing up but I didn't and now should probably do that work but um I don't know I've I've definitely always been drawn to like I guess the concept of like karma or dharma or whatever, mm-hmm. like you get what you put out there kind of deal mm-hmm. um, is something that I sort of adhere to. But there are times where I'm like, that can't be true because some people really get away with shit. True. Um, I think it's a good m- mantra to yeah. live by. I think that's it. It's not really re- like any religion that I'm seeking out, but just like good morals to live by, which yeah. I'm totally against the argument that you need a religion to know yeah. how to live your life. I think that's scary right. to assume. Like, why would that ever be true? Like, yeah. you should know these things. Like, you, you don't, I don't know. You well, don't I always ask my mom, like, well, like, I was talking last time about how we're Catholic, but mostly culturally, like, mm-hmm. fell into it because they're, my family's Austrian and that's, there's no Protestantism over there. Yeah. Um, but I remember talking to my mom about it and I was like, like, why do we, I was, I probably, I didn't, I resisted going to church Yeah. and I was probably not in the mood to be in like a 45 minute mass right. um, on a Sunday when I wanted to chillax and watch Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, why do we even like need this to learn how to be a good person? Like, mm-hmm. don't you think your moral compass? Yeah guides you anyway and she was saying that it's just good rules to live by and i'm like but like don't you think we're like hardwired mm-hmm. at this point right to know yeah. those rules without 
and fear of damnation and those rules are like so have been so skewed and like you know turned into these weapons basically against other people and i'm like no yeah <laughs> like i'm sorry why would you want to live by rules that exclude groups of people from i don't know happy lives and right well that's the thing it's so antiquated that like that's why people are leaving the church in mm-hmm. droves like it, it's Everyone just wants relatable content, and right. I'm telling you, the Catholic Church is not relatable content. <laughs> yeah, I know. They need to re-up their marketing plan. The Pope because... is on Twitter, but... Yeah, that's about as far as they get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was... I think I was... Oh, yeah, I was on... Uh, it was on Winston and Chris Allen's um, host battle mm. show thing mm-hmm. that we were talking about the Pope and the Pope being on Twitter. <laughs> um, I think Mike Angle had, like, a joke, and he was on it, too, and... I was just talking about how funny it would be like thinking like a sketch or something about like the ultra boy intern that has to run the Twitter account for the yeah, Pope. Literally. <laughs> Cause you know, it's not Francis. Yeah. Like, no. Oh my God. Francis. To truly millions. I'm sure he has millions of followers. Yeah. No, he absolutely does. I actually don't really know what the general opinion of him is. Like I know he's supposed to be quote unquote like more progressive, progressive but yeah. he's really not. Well, like, that's the thing. It's, it's just like, yeah. How progressive can you be if you're sticking to the same things? Yeah. Speaking of all of that, did you ever watch Lohanthony on YouTube? Oh, I've heard of this, but I don't know yeah. the details. Okay, so basically, I loved watching Lohanthony on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He was like kind of, I think he is our age, maybe a couple years younger, but mm-hmm. he was just like this funny gay boy who was very like internet heavy, like well-versed in just internet culture like tumblr obsessed mm-hmm. with lana and Gaga calling and all the basic bitches yeah yeah okay. um and then like a year or two ago like he kind of was off like he didn't post anything in a long time mm-hmm. and then a year or two ago he came back and like was all of a sudden so christian and mm. very uh much like preaching like he mm-hmm. was but hour-long like stream of consciousness mm posts on youtube of him like re like and still to this day like i still follow him from twitter from his days of me actually like mm-hmm. liking his content and then i didn't realize but he's like retweeting all these like like the pope and yeah like corinthian ex gay yeah That's yeah like so like he did, has he addressed like he says he's happened? um he's uh anti uh what did he say people like are really concerned for him and like think he's gone to like conversion therapy or something Mm -hmm. i think he said that he hasn't gone to conversion therapy but he says he he is celibate and he thinks that everyone should be celibate oh and at first (laughs) okay that's and at first like people yeah got mad at him because they thought he was talking about like gays and just saying like i was living a lifestyle of like Mm. a very you know maybe he did experience something traumatic we don't know um, but then like I was doing some digging the other day and he's like literally saying like even people in marriages like <laughs> heterosexual marriage okay. should like should ultimately like in an Not ideal world sex. be celibate because even the temptation of sex in marriage is drawing you away from your relationship with God. So he's just a no fapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a voluntary voluntarily celibate that is such a huge like switch i don't even know how yeah it was aggressive and that's why i think so many people on the internet were like so taken aback Mm because he had such a following Mm -hmm. um by like you know the lana gaze gaze. like a very specific clientele and then went 
total 180 the mm-hmm. other way. So I hope you're okay, Lohanthony. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. What if I did that? You're welcome on the pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah Mary comes back next episode. Yeah. But some people are Part being three. very like mean to him and i'm like mm-hmm. he's I, see, clearly this is one of those situations where i'm like okay obviously i don't agree with what he's saying but you gotta see this for what it is and it's clearly a right. situation that he's in that's not good exactly so. and no one on the internet is going to do anything that's going to sway him like he right. seems very like set in his way like he's got hmm. something to figure out on his own so interesting yeah but anyway oh something i wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. we kind of talked about it but like if you could like make if you could make god in any image you wanted (laughs) and i'm literally not talking like ethically morally anything like that literally aesthetically (laughs) okay what would you want god to look like Mm -hmm. i would want him to look like oh uh, you said him oh that's interesting (laughs) let's unpack it (laughs) wow um yeah i'll stick with it him I'd want him to look like the guy you love who knits the sweaters. Sam Farsky? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's I, like, so funny. so approachable. No, we literally really approached him. Like, yeah, so yeah. No, he's great. I love Sam Barsky. It's really funny you say that because Sam Barsky is so Jewish. Oh, yeah. Like, he's there so we go. Jewish. There we go. Yeah. I'm in Austin's uh, head with the wine. And that's the thing. thing. If there's any, like, campaign for converting to Judaism, it's Sam Barsky. He's mm-hmm. the most, like... He's not even like unproblematic. It's just that he's so like he's just uh, I I don't even want to re- like uh, resort people to like good versus bad because mm-hmm. Mary and I were talking about like there is no yeah good versus bad person. Mm-hmm. He's just like um, approachable, <laughs> approachable, nice. comfortable. Yeah. Like he see he gives me hope that you can have like a satisfying life. Yeah, without pursuing um, exorbitant wealth right. or like. Um, huge highs exactly you know? like yeah just comfort and where you comfort, are yeah like he loves knitting mm-hmm. he loves his wife who is very lovely we had the pleasure mm-hmm. of meeting both of them one time in <laughs> central park them, yeah. yeah like he on um, the day kobe bryant died yeah <laughs> that was like the craziest day it literally was so bizarre we me mary and caroline were up in new york for a uh, like comedy show mm-hmm. and we were vi- we were meeting my friend in Central Park and we met Sam Barsky who literally was just walking towards us and I recognized him. Oh, you him. didn't plan? No, no, God, no. no. no he, and he lives in Maryland. Mm-hmm. But we were both in New York at the same time and just, he was walking towards us on the side of Central Park and I was like, are you Sam Barsky? Mm-hmm. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And we like took a picture. Yeah. And then literally right after that we were all like, let's go get tea. So we got tea and I went to the bathroom because I had to poop. Mm-hmm. Um, as I do and then I come back out and I'm like whoo I feel a lot better and then all three of my friends look at me and they go Kobe Bryant died just like while I was pooping yeah it was surreal I know so there's no god no yeah that's that's what I'm trying to say yeah what was the um the book with Grendel Beowulf Beowulf there's like a power called weird or something (laughs) what yeah that's like what they believe in is like the power of weird it's not spelled like English weird it's hang on it, well, it's weird. old English. Yeah, my yeah. computer's dead. But basically, I think I think I read that, and I don't remember that that, that it was like a belief in uh, the chaos kind of. That theory. makes a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I could be wrong. We have is to cut this from, out if I'm being dumb. Right is that now, from Beowulf, or is it from the book Grendel that came out like in I the nineties? I think it's Beowulf. Yeah, oh, okay. I read Grendel, and I don't 
I don't think mm. it talked about that. Poor the fact Grendel. that we all I had love, to. I'm a Grendel sympathizer. <laughs> Grendel's my god. Oh, he should have been in our fuck Mary kill. Oh, game. yeah, true. And Beowulf. <laughs> and Beowulf. <laughs> fuck Beowulf. Definitely. <laughs> but not in the not in the sexual way. I would yeah. actually. Okay, I will do that right now. I will. Um, I will kill Beowulf. I will <laughs> marry Grendel, and I will fuck Grendel's mom. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she's like jesus where people depict her kind of sexy sometimes i feel like you're kidding is that true wasn't Grendel's she mom. like a she's like a beast like him oh like, i thought she was like a succubus like could transform and lure people in or maybe i, I think that's a different character in beowulf er, angelina jolie right? yeah i never saw the movie just, wait i'm sorry trailer. it's a movie yeah wait what you've never mm-hmm. heard of the beowulf movie no i had to read beowulf in my British lit class freshman year of high school, I think. And then mm-hmm. we read Grendel right afterwards and mm-hmm. it was too abstract for me at the time. I barely knew what was going on mm-hmm. and we had to read it in like old English. So the Anglo-Saxon word weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> you w- just dropped into that. <laughs> W-Y-R-D weird, weird means the principal You sound power. like Bjork. <laughs> yeah, Bjork. <laughs> the principal power or agency <laughs> by which events are predetermined Oh, fate. Pre- fate. Destiny. Yes, that was it. Oh, so not it's the chaos. opposite of opposite. chaos. <laughs> the Anglo-Saxon understanding of fate is not all too different from our modern understanding and applies to both Christian and pagan beliefs. That's okay. really interesting. We're definitely going to have to cut that ahead so that we don't have to go five minutes of me saying the wrong definition. <laughs> no. I like, okay, it's about the journey and not the destination, yeah, exactly. first of all. Second of all, you just like made me whip back in my head to when I had to learn the first 25 lines of the Canterbury Tales oh in Middle English yes. and recite it to That's psychotic. my <laughs> English teacher. Yeah, it was like our final grade before like holiday break that we all had to learn the first 25 lines and we had to you got points docked if you didn't uh, pronounce it in like <laughs> Middle English pronunciation. Yeah, so I literally had to be like one that April with the shower okay. soda. Tina, that's our next cold open <laughs> is you reciting the Canterbury Tales. I literally got in an old English accent. <laughs> it used to be my like drunk party <laughs> trick. Like that's probably what we're doing. start okay. brushing up. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Luli can like still do it all the I way. I want to hear forgetting everyone. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Juan Tapro with the shower soda, the drought of March hath pierced to the rota. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, and we had to like like translate it and say what it like when that April with the showers. Uh-uh. Mm. like soaring or something yeah oh my god the drought of march that's extreme white people shit that's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah aggressively yeah it was really insane but that's actually a good uh story i always thought that a really good almost like 30 rock uh tone show about the canterbury tales would be very good and fun mm. to make yeah because the whole thing is about it's like middle english and it's about like 25 mm-hmm. or like maybe 12 different like um almost like Jungian archetypes mm-hmm. of people yeah, taking kind of a like pilgrimage. Edgy, yeah. Like, taking time. a pilgrimage from from England to Canterbury they went us. So from England to Canterbury or something. Yeah. Um and it's like the nun, the knight, like the white knight, the mm-hmm. friar, the baker, the the cow yeah. milker, mm-hmm. you know. We'll get Phoebe Waller Bridge on it. She'll yes. No, up. it feels like that. Did you see uh Laura sent she's gonna be in the next Indiana Jones? She is like Making her way into huge franchises. Franchise. She she will be like 
she's canon, I was never like, expecting yeah. that for her Good like really? not not in a bad way like I not saying that like she, I didn't expect her to be yeah. hugely successful but I didn't expect her to be in these to giant be accepted like if you yeah. had told me like in 2015 that she would be in Star, Star Wars, Wars I'd be like well, what yeah. are you talking about I forgot about, about yeah. that yeah yeah Good for her. Good for well, her. on that note. <laughs> I'm sensing another spinny Wrap finger. It up. Um, so, I mean, we, uh, once again, solved mm-hmm. the problem yeah. <laughs> in full. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud of us. Yeah, good for us. Good I have good. one question that we can cut out if it goes too long. Um, so, have you ever had, like, moments in your life, though, that maybe you chalked up to coincidence, but you were, like, either, like, someone's looking out for me or that worked out because it was supposed to like those moments like i'm supposed to be here in this moment like i made a choice and then it like either not like maybe it did save your life like maybe you would have gotten in a car accident if you had taken this route instead of this route or like that kind of thing like the people who you know slept in too late on 9-11 or i was about to say like i was supposed to be on the plane right those kind of things like do you chalk that up to just pure coincidence or do you ever think "Hmm." god i don't know yeah (sighs) Unfortunately, I do think it's coincidence because I think it's kind of like that thing where if you read a word and learn about it, you'll see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if you're looking out for or like hindsight is 2020, Mm -hmm. like if you you can like almost make it like a yeah, if you're if you're looking for it, you'll see it post situation. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, true. I remember something very kind of the opposite like I it's sad that I can only think of things where it like I was let down like mm-hmm. I was like something should have been divine here and yeah you there is no god because <laughs> yeah like my cousin dying in right the car crash I mean or, those kind of mm-hmm. things I think I've always resented the idea of god's plan because I'm like right why would god's plan for you to be a rich mom in the suburbs whilst for someone else they die young in a right. horrible car or all the like, why like would that time. be like god, god staring blankly while the holocaust <laughs> yeah. was happening like giving babies brain cancer yeah. like <laughs> like i'll never forget this girl that was in my grade in middle school we were talking about religion and she was like yeah i don't really believe in god because like my mom died of cancer mm-hmm. and like I can't believe that there's a God that would like let me be motherless, you know, like in such a horrible way. Yeah. Um, and the whole class was silent. (laughs) No, literally, because it's always, it's not always like a lot of people go through really traumatic things and still are uh, religious. Um, and that helps them get through it. But it's, in my experience has often been people who sit in cushy houses who are like, you know what? It's God's plan. That yeah. This happened to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's very yeah. easy to say that's the case when you barely right. have hardship in your life. Right. Yeah. I, have you had that happen to you? Austin? I mean, yeah, many times, but I don't know. I just don't, I just can't believe in like an, an mm. active participating God. Yeah. Mm. Like I chalk it more up to the universe. I guess. Yeah. There was one weird time like it was my first time flying alone as a kid and I was like scared and my mom was saying you're more likely to get into a car accident mm-hmm. than an airplane crash or whatever. And yeah. then someone like hit our car. Oh my wow. god. Not like a bad crash, but it was like someone like drove by and, yeah. and like clipped us. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like, oh, there just okay. Wait, have I said this on the po- I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but my mom said that like she and I were taking a flight when I was like three years old. I had like mm-hmm. just started like talking a lot and she said i was like looking out the window uh 
on the plane and there was like a big storm and then it just broke and so like the clouds opened up and like a huge like sunbeam came through mm-hmm. and apparently I was like mommy I see God and like the woman next to us was like not oh, yet no. she was like hold on bitch <laughs> she was like hell no that's so funny I, I saw know. the synergy last night yeah. Yeah. you were there you were there <laughs> yeah. yeah my mom just like swerved the card and right. <laughs> You're more like <laughs> to, teach you a to prove a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Moral of the story: um, shit happens, and we can't control it. So, <laughs> so take your top off and have Woo! fun. <laughs> Wait, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Okay, I forgot. Oh, right. Thanks for listening. Uh, may <laughs> peace be with you that's oh, all you were <laughs> what's the what's the what do they say with the captain? you know how priests like randomly sing we like oh, during they're like oh, I'm the bread of bunny on Christ <laughs> reach out to artificial intelligence podcast on gmail.com oh my god aren't you guys supposed to say it also with you that was the whole fucking uh, point. no okay <laughs> maybe now maybe, now you say you with your spirit with you. and with your and with your yeah. spirit that was a huge shift like in 2017 mm-hmm. or yes. something why? yeah i don't know the, but if you didn't to do change it, the yeah. catholic church why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't do it too people would know you hadn't been to mass in a long time yeah it was just Ooh. another thing where people yeah. could judge you oh, so you haven't been here it was like a litmus Send test for the easter catholic yeah exactly for your post literally people were like keep up bitch yeah (laughs) yeah okay Okay. well may peace be with you and And with your your spirit spirit. (laughs) thank you bye Bye. Bye. thanks for listening to artificial intelligence make sure to subscribe rate and comment on apple podcasts and follow us on instagram at artificial intelligence podcast If you have an existential question you need us to answer correctly, slide into our DMs or shoot us an email at ai.thepodcast at gmail.com.